0: Hello friends, welcome to the second phase podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a brand marketing strategist, personal branding and business coach, and a branding photographer. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about personal branding, personal development and life overall in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build a business from the ground up. When I was afraid to put myself out into the world as an entrepreneur, was I really even an entrepreneur? Did I know enough? Was I enough? Have you asked yourself those questions too? For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, visions, and values. My goal is to help you build a strong foundation for a brand business and life success without the overwhelm and frustration of starting something new or changing directions through interviews with inspiring guests and solo episodes. I will help you navigate the world of entrepreneurship and all of the challenges that pop up along the journey. You'll find inspiration and guidance, be entertained and enlightened. So grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to a new episode. Hey friends, we are back for another episode of the second phase podcast, and I couldn't be more excited than I am today about my guest. So Back in the 100th episode when my kids interviewed me, I dropped a little hint that one of the most exciting things for me since I started this journey was who I was going to interview in the future. And she is here with me today. She is an actor on screen as well as a voiceover talent. She is an artist and a creative through and through. She's a musician. She is just phenomenal human, and she's very funny and delightful, and she is soon going to be a published poet as well. So I cannot tell you how, just from the very depth of me, how excited I am to have Katie Chinakis with me today. So Katie, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast.
1: Wow. Thank you so much, Robin, for having me. I have tears in my eyes with joy. That really means a lot to me.
0: Here we are, and we're going to have such a great conversation today. And I know that because we connected in the strangest way, really. It's all because of digital marketing and being online and how podcasting, actually, the power of it can really bring two people together who are meant to meet each other and work together and be together. So, we met through a post on a Facebook group that was looking for guests or wanting, you know, looking for guests or wanting to be a guest or whatever the case may be. And we just, and you reached out and you're like, I'd love to have you on my show. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'd love to have you on my show. And so we've been communicating since then. So it's probably been maybe, gosh, I think that was back in maybe July, June, July. So it's been a while, a long time coming. So Without any more discussion on that, let's dive into our conversation. And there's so many little things I know about you now, and you're such an inspiring person. But one of those things is that you have created your brand and you have multiple brands now. And I would love for you to tell the audience just a little bit about them, but also how you have really relied on your ethics, your morals, your values to define who you are as a human. And to get a message out that does inspire other people, whether you're on screen, off screen, or whatever it is you're doing.
1: Definitely cool. So real quick, it was a She Podcast, and that's how we connected. And then uh, shortly after, I was looking at my Apple reviews because I was like, you know, it's like a fun thing when you're a podcaster to look. And it's like... Robin Graham. Wow. And like, I was like, I was so surprised. I was so excited that like she went and like put those like nice words about me. I was like, wow, this is like really moving. So that's how like you first like really made an impact on me when we first connected. And like you said, we've, um, you know, planted seeds since then. So uh, yeah, during the pandemic and who knows where we would have been if we weren't in the pandemic because we were like digital marketing, like online and, and present with one another and meant to connect and, And I'm so happy that we did in part of like me reaching out like, yo, like, I would love to have you on my podcast. A lot of artists are artists, you know, so it's like you develop the left side of your brain and the right side of your brain. And at a young age, I something called to me and I'm just like my spirit. I just knew I didn't come from a family of business. Like I just knew like I needed to do this by myself. I needed to develop the business aspect by myself. And it was a man's world. Right. So it was like I wanted to be taken seriously as a business person. And so I was like learning as much as possible that I knew I had to develop, you know, that certain And it was so difficult. What's the difference between PR and branding and then being in Hollywood and being around public relations and being around people who like branded P. Diddy and they did this for P. Diddy and they did this for JLo. And and it's like being around people from zero to hero. And it's okay. where's the in between here? You know what I mean? How can I get someone to help me from the in between without going and like going to school for it or reading books and you know, being a part of the community. So when I saw you were all about branding, I was like, Oh my God. And then, so like, I still have a lot of homework to do because I've listened to some of your episodes, but I want to binge and listen to so much more and get really engrossed. And, you know, I can say it, but I need to like apply it and take action and listen to more of your episodes on your podcast, which I'm going to do, because I really want to be educated in this area. It's not just like a hope thing. Here's a, I've been asking for it and here's a direct way to do it. So I need to apply that. So that's what I would, you know, say to people also, when you want something, we need to apply it. And I'm
0: taking action on doing that myself right now. Yeah, 100%. So many people get stuck in a place of inaction because of self-doubt and fear. And those two things lead us to so many levels of procrastination. So we stay stagnant. We don't grow. We don't move. We don't take action. And we're stuck. So, And you've experienced some of that yourself, you told me, you, with being afraid to put yourself out there. And so whenever we talk about creating a personal brand, it really is showing our personality to the world. So you've done that through your acting, but when you're acting, you're also playing the part of someone else. So it's not truly you demonstrating who you are. So talk about that a little bit, Katie, because I think that from like my perspective, I'm not an actor and... I look at actors who I see on the screen and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wonder what their life is like. They must have such a great life. Everything looks so perfect and easy and they're beautiful and all of these things. But the reality is you're human, like you're human, just like I'm human. And you have some of those same doubts and emotions and everything else that everybody else has. So let's talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, here's a perfect example. And it's so cool because this conversation can go in so many ways. But first and foremost, it's like if I'm putting stuff out there and I'm confused and I'm confusing myself, then it's not clear for another individual. Like, how are they going to be clear on who I am if I'm confused about what I'm putting out there? So I've had to create different lanes and it's taken a long time because I have a lot going on. So Ashton Kutcher had punked, but I called the union and I'm like, hey, how can Ashton Kutcher have punked but it's not a part of the union, it's reality. And they're like, oh, there's like this clause. So it's like, you can play yourself. So I can play Katie Chinakis with people as like improv, as a quote unquote reality, because that can build my personality brand to let people know who I am. So then they can hire me in the movie. So Ashton Kutcher had his show Punked, and they would see him, his personality, but then be able to hire him in the movies. So before the pandemic, I created... You know, through the union, like being a producer and a director, and being a serious actor like Meryl Streep and Reese Witherspoon, and taking my craft very seriously. Through the union, I created short films. I created web series. I put them into film festivals. And then it's, you know, with mental trauma and I've never been diagnosed as ADHD, but I would very much say like, I'm a person who has like ADHD and who's very outgoing and all over the place. That's why my podcast is called She's All Over the Place, like coining that, right? You have to own what you've been given and not let it set you back. So through the pandemic, the sophisticated psychos created um, a duo with the sophisticated psychos for production and through music, we created couples therapy, which is a web series. And we took, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly and made it a web series, like Broad City before they got their deal on Comedy Central. And so I'm like, you know what, instead of going through the paperwork through the union and through all that, I want to give actors and artists an opportunity, because that's what I do. I give artists an opportunity. And I like to to, you know, put them on a platform like I would want someone to do for me and help me out. So I always said I was going to do that. So I bring people along with me. I hold hands and I bring people along with me because it's boring doing it on your own. I have tried and I did do it on my own and it's tough and it keeps us very isolated and it keeps us from being vulnerable, which I've learned through my partner, Nikki Scorpio and Brene Brown, the power of vulnerability and, and, you know, being courageous is actually our greatest strength. So I've learned all those things through trial and error and through, you you know, experiencing things in life. So fast forward, we created couples therapy, which you can see on the Sophisticated Psychos YouTube channel. And I didn't go through the union, even though I'm very much a union actor, but I needed to get my work out there and I couldn't let anyone or anything hold me back. Paperwork. Uh, getting people's approval. I just wanted to like run and go and not deal with the mental stuff of like dealing with the post-production, the paperwork and the laws and all that and that make it so difficult. So we created the web series, um, Couples Therapy. (laughs) Season one's on the YouTube channel. Season two is just about edited. It's gonna be on the YouTube channel and we already shot season three. And this thing has a life of its own and each season is so different and we've had some cool accolades from that. So that's been really fun. And it's cool because I've been able to like, get crazy and act wild and let things out that maybe Katie Chinakis wouldn't put on her brand Chinakis page, right? But anyone who sees it outside of knowing Katie Chinakis or my Chinakis handle or my Chinakis website, and but they see it on the Sophisticated Psychos page, a producer, director, someone might see that. And I was able to let out something in a comical way and let things out. Rah, rah, rah. But like I said, that I wouldn't maybe necessarily let out on a Chinakis because of being scared. This is what I would like to segue into being scared, being vulnerable, being too loud, saying too much, maybe that's going to hinder me from certain jobs in Hollywood. So Katherine Heigl, I think in like 2009, when she got an Emmy, and she's like, No, I don't deserve this. Like I don't deserve the Emmy. And she didn't want to take it. And then she was off Grey's Anatomy. Well, circling back around my partner, Nikki Scorpio just sent me something on the Washington Post. And it's like, "Oh, okay, post me too something that Katie quote unquote that's her nickname Katie Heigl Catherine Heigl said maybe it was she was being a bold fierce woman saying something that was like magical and strong and empowering Woman, but Hollywood shut her down and then she was off Grey's Anatomy and she kind of had a lot of anxiety and she had a lot of things bullying and I guess people were saying things about her on social media that I was reading about on the article and uh, but now she has a new Netflix series that she's starring in and she's the like executive producer and it's gonna be on Netflix, some series that, of course, I'm going to watch. But it was her speaking about I just got chills her speaking about that trauma of Hollywood and being pigeonholed and then being, you know, because she was confident she did say something, but maybe it was a big stink then. And that was just in 2009. But they're saying maybe if she said something like that today, it wouldn't be such a big thing. Maybe it would just be the norm right in Hollywood. So the stigma of being available and being useful and innocent and young and then and then the other stigma of being powerful and speaking your voice and I've always done that and so that's why I wanted to start my podcast 6 years ago but I didn't know how to get on the train tracks and then I did a stand up class about a year ago. And a woman in there had me on her podcast. And then she boom, put me on the train tracks. And it's one of the fastest growing podcasts in just one year. And it's so cool. And people are coming to me now like, how did you do what you did just in 2005? Max Spielberg, Steven Spielberg's first son was coming to me, his best friend, Ryan Carell, like he played my brother on CSI New York, and in 2005, and they're coming to me like, "How are you doing this? How are you doing this as an actor?" I'm like, "Your dad's Richard Carell. He's Hollywood royalty. He directed all of Full House. He directed all of Zach and Cody to all the Disney shows. All of Hannah Montana, which I auditioned for, and Miley Cyrus got the role." I'm like, "You're asking me how I'm doing this? I'm like, you were born into Hollywood. Your best friend's Max Spielberg, Steven Spielberg's son. They went into the vault and they brought me like all these AFI like Best 100." films of like 2005 and like brought them to my house and I was like, Oh, thanks. You know, and that was a, a treat and a gift. But it's like, these people are coming to me just like 15 years later, right now, everyone's coming to me about podcasting. So what I've learned through Sean Cannell and oh, that's another thing I did. I pivoted during the pandemic and I learned YouTube business and I did the Video Ranking Academy program of how to monetize and rank with um, YouTube. And so we've been consistent with posting videos once a week. Now we're up to like twice a week of posting videos consistently on the YouTube to you know bust through the algorithm to get our videos and content seen with the ethics, morals, and values of everything, who we are and what we're doing. My partner, Nikki Scorpio, started Started the Scorpio Rising podcast. So, through being inspired and inspired and being consistent with my brand, she's all over the place podcast. First season, second season, 23 episodes. Now I put it into seasons and I'm having a lull for promotions and marketing, which is great for us to be connecting now. I'm going to be branding and doing promoting and marketing. And then season three will launch first week. Of spring, And then I'm going to take the load off of myself since I came out of the gate running. I'll have 46 episodes off and then I'm season three. I'm only doing 13 episodes and then it'll be in the rotation of my life and it'll be a piece of the pie. But I went out of the gate running. Right. So those are some brushstrokes of some things that have been all over the place. Hopefully I you know, answered some of your questions.
0: <laughs> I do love you, Katie, because you, you literally are all over the place. Your hands are in so many pots. You're creating so many incredible things and you're impacting the lives of many people because you're putting out so many positive vibes into the world. And I just love that about you. So- When you were talking about, you said so many different things that you've been involved with, and you dropped so many big names that I've never (laughs) been in a conversation with anyone who knew any of those people before. But So that part's pretty cool. But the reality is you had to overcome a lot of fear. like You had to, in order to put the Chinakis.com or Chinakis name out there in a way that was totally vulnerable. And I just want to emphasize that because... If you have been in that place as someone who is, I'm doing air quotes for those who can't see me, famous, those of us who aren't famous, it's normal to have these trepidations, to have those feelings of insecurity and to not want to be vulnerable. But the only way forward is to accept that vulnerability. And I did an entire episode on vulnerability back when I first started the podcast and you mentioned Brene Brown, which I love her. She has put forth so much information to help so many people, and it's just wonderful. So I'm glad you mentioned her because I think that if anyone is experiencing that resistance to be vulnerable and put yourself out there you have to in order to grow a brand you can't create a business and have any type of long-term success unless you're willing to be vulnerable and if you need a good book related to that brene's book the gifts of imperfection is perfect for tapping into your own vulnerability.
1: She has a TED Talks on vulnerability and courage. And then she has a Netflix special that I haven't seen yet that I want to watch. Brene Brown has a Netflix special if you have Netflix. And the book I would recommend is Roaming Free Inside the Cage. It's about the resistance and stepping into the resistance without resisting in peace and understanding on a psychological level, the different types, because we're all different types. And so to be able to step into that resistance, to step into that grace, into that power.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. I have I actually haven't read that one. So that'll be another one that I have to pick up this year for 2021.
1: I'll send it to you as a gift. It's it's, it's a rare book, so I, you can't find it on audio, but I'll send it to you. It's a, it's a great Aw, book. Thank
0: you. See how sweet she is listeners. She's just amazing. So, okay, Katie, we've talked about so many different things. And before we had, before we actually started recording, we had, some really awesome conversations too. And we talked about the fear and we talked about all of that, but we also talked about, you know, the fact that you have multiple brands, you're multi-passionate, but you're still able to funnel them all together to represent who you are as a person.
1: Well, I feel like on a macro level, because if you don't know your human design, you can go to mybodygraph.com. Now your human design. There's five different designs. And basically I'm a projector and 23% of the population are projectors. So I'm I'm like Katie the connector of connecting people. Like I'm it's my gift and it's what I do and I love doing it. But I've done it and I have it monetized because I've paid it forward and I've done it from the, the strength of my heart. But it's being able to have the courage to do it, formulate that and great news um I just got a full team today a VA team. So I have a director and a manager on my team and I have so to help with all these things because I'm one person and it's a lot and it's overwhelming and it's like there's so much to do and the attention to the detail is so important and it doesn't leave my mind you have to like nurture and plant those seeds and nurture it and water those seeds and I'm really great at doing that but I also know you know you need to outsource and you need to have other people help you do those things Um, and then that's the question of like you know being an artist and having the confidence one I know on a psychological level, the best investment one will ever make is in themselves. And if you can't invest in yourself, why would other people want to invest in you if you're not investing in yourself? You need to take some risks and invest in yourself. I've done that. So with all the projects I've produced, directed, you know, I've curated and I've given artists an opportunity to create. And so that's how I scale and like get amazing talented artists and makeup artists and stylists and editors and cinematographers to shoot all this stuff for quote unquote free energetic exchange that I'm producing and putting it all together. But when it comes to like lunch and water and finding the locations and doing trades and setting it all up you know, the homes and, and having it edited, like there are certain things that, you know, when it comes out of budget, like I'm the one that pays. So I've invested in those things. And so, like you said earlier, like I have a book coming out my first poetry book. These are pieces I wrote between 2004 and 2012. And it's a poetry book called a lover's fairy tale on uh, love. And so I shot eight out of 11 music videos, actually two more, but footage was lost from someone, unfortunately. So I have eight out of the 11 videos that I recorded and produced. And like I said, curated, but I'm in 2021 learning how to repackage rebrand and all the energy and love and money I did put into it. Now in the 21st century, I'm putting it out in a book and then people are going to opt in. I, I learned about a book funnel a few weeks ago. And now like people are, I bought a lovers fairytale.com and people can opt in and um, after they read the book they're going to see a loversfairytale.com because anyone who buys it off of Amazon those aren't my people. I don't know uh, to stay connected. So I have now at the end of the book, a loversfairytale.com. and people opt in and put their email and then there'll be an automatic response. And then I'm going to gift them a YouTube playlist of a lover's fairy tale playlist. And it shows the, mu- the spoken word music videos that I created from the written poetry that they're going to read. So it's taking it all and making it all work together hand in hand. And sometimes we don't know, but when you're doing things on purpose, with faith and ethics and morals. They all go together hand in hand. And there wasn't Instagram back then. There wasn't self-publishing back then. They're self-publishing now. People said, I'm ahead of my time. So now like Insta poets, it's a big thing. Some people like it. Some people don't. But now I'm taking all these. I already published two of them. These uh, poetry p- spoken word music videos. And since my book's launching in seven weeks, I kind of made an announcement on a live thing, like I'm putting up my book right now. It's an exciting thing, but now I'm just publishing on my Instagram, the spoken word music videos that have been up on my personal YouTube page for 10 years. And, you know, they have like over 10,000 views, whatever. And so now I'm putting on my Instagram, but people on Instagram, they're seeing it for the first time because they didn't know me 10 years ago. And maybe they're not on YouTube. They're on Instagram. And that's my number one tool on the Chinakis. And that's fun for me. And so now I'm learning to schedule the I learned three years ago and it seemed very overwhelming, but I learned to schedule podcasts. So she's all over the place. Podcasts, Instagram those are all scheduled. The sophisticated psychos, the VA, because it is a brand because it's like my professional brand, not my personal brand. So my personal brand is Chinakis. I'm not scheduling those. I'm doing those from my heart center and I'm interacting with people. The sophisticated psychos brand, I created it from my heart, but it's more of a production. And it's something that I produce where I feel comfortable with the VA scheduling those posts. I'll write them all. But they're going to go and they're going to put them all up and everything. And I can, you know, check in with it and everything, obviously not micromanage, but overlook to see what they're doing. But I don't feel guilty, whereas before I felt guilty because I felt like, oh, it was like A.I. It wasn't authentic if it wasn't coming from me and me posting it. But the sophisticated psychos, I can definitely have the outsource team to help schedule that and help schedule the She's All Over the Place podcast because those are brands that I developed, nurtured and created, but they have to have a life of their own and people along the way mm-hmm. to help interweave, to help make those visions go because they're bigger than me. I created them, they, they're sourced for me but they're on their own train tracks and they need to fly and then people need to partake. And like I said, it starts with me, but it starts with us and we're the ripple effect. We can't hold on to it. When we hold on to it, it's the ego. When we hold on to it too tight, you're not going to let your baby grow. You can only do so much, right? They say within the first three months, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't say you're pregnant because you're in, you know, it's developing and people don't say it in the first three months. It's the same thing with an idea or some brand, I feel like that you're creating when you tell other people about it they can put the fire out the the energy gets dissipated it, people give their opinion and they convolute your vision so i you know when i first do things sometimes i don't even tell people what i'm doing i just do it and then when, once it has its own legs and it's firm and strong then you know it's like a butterfly and it can go along and then i can meet people like you who can be a part of the journey who see the vision who want to make an impact and then you know we we go back and forth authentically with one another. And I think for me, I'm not Apple. I'm not Google. I'm not Amazon. I'm not a brand where I have 50,000 people working for me. And I don't know how those people do it because I'm so sensitive. And I've been on the computer so much during this pandemic. And I was asking my friend, Ben, who's my SEO tech guy. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I asked him last night. I'm like, how are you on the computer so much? My eyes hurt. Like it's so sensitive. Even with the blue like blocker glasses that I forget to wear. It's still a lot of time that you're on a computer. I can't imagine those people who are out there supporting other big brands out there and it's like sensory overload human being it's their spirit it's their eyes and they're they're ruining their eyes for money to make a living it's like what are we really doing on this planet like like supporting another brand and another business like we need to be supporting ourselves. Okay, fine. Like maybe some people are doing it because they're working to gain the money for employment because it's their skill set. But then hopefully, you know, they're not just nine to five coming home the old traditional way, you know, keeping the same job for 40 years, nine to five coming home, feeding the kids, turning on the TV, going to sleep and repeat, and then waking up and being like, what happened to my life? You know, I mean, we're in a different that's two dimensional. We're in the fifth dimension now. We're in a whole different world. All those people. Lastly, I'll say this before, I, you know, just because I've kept going on. But I have this multi-billionaire who represents some of the biggest musicians in the world and who you probably love that I do. And represents these people. And this person like literally took like a frying pan, a skillet over my head to like beat me down, to gift me information in their way to let me know like this is it needs to be. And they're gifting me information and they're telling me this because it worked for them and because it could get me on the right track and they told me this information but also it, it worked for them. And that was then we're in different times now. And doing one thing is not happening. Just like I said, with punk how Ashton Kutcher was doing the punk thing. And it's like, you know, me being scared of being like a Meryl Streep or a Reese Witherspoon and just doing acting. No, in today's world, and Mark Gus from ACM Talent, he's a, a voiceover manager who created this amazing voiceover management company. And it's a powerhouse team. Like he wrote on his Instagram. Now it's not just being a great voice. You have to have a podcast. You have to have the entrepreneurial skills. You have to have a vision. You have to be putting yourself out there. You have to be putting yourself on the social media. You have to like have your home set up and have all the tech equipment and know how to edit it like an engineer. Because you're not going to your agent's office to record a voiceover and leave. No. And just like I said before here, I was doing a thing. I did an audition. It's due tomorrow. No. You have to be able to. Drop everything, audition right there, and send it in because by the time I do it tomorrow, they've already booked the job.
0: Yeah. I love what you said, Katie, that everything doesn't work for everyone. Just because it worked for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And I think as entrepreneurs, we get so stuck in the squirrel syndrome, you know, the flashing lights of this funnel or this email program or this or that or the other. And at the end of the day, we have to look inward to make sure that it's going to work for us, that it's going to be simple enough that we can do it without creating a lot of stress because you're right. And I just had Jessica Butts on the show and we talked, she just published a book called Don't Do the Things You Suck At. And that's exactly it. Like we can't do everything. So to hire help is absolutely great. It's incredible. It's liberating. And I think it opens doors for you to then generate more revenue because your ideas can come to fruition much more easily. But I think that you said a couple of great things and, and those are two of them. So, okay, let's do, can, can I ask you just a couple of fun questions? Cause we've talked a lot, a lot about business. Okay. So I want to know what it was like to work alongside Morgan Freeman, because I love him. He's
1: amazing. He's very, very sweet. He has this angelic essence about him. Um, He was very kind, very sweet. We worked in Bulgaria. It was wild because, you know, the difference of the hours in Bulgaria are different than America. In addition, we were doing night shoots. So I was way off. It was like, I I was so bad. I was so flipped backwards. And I was like sleeping during the day and then going to shoot at nighttime, but it was really cool. He was very sweet, he was very kind. Yeah, so that was that was an amazing project. Um Mimi Leader it was the director on that project called The Code with Antonio Banderas. And she's actually the executive producer and director of the amazing show, which I love, The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Reese Witherspoon. They're the stars and they're the producer. So it's like boss up, ladies, what's up? And then I so I'm a part of the union. So they send me these screeners and like I get to watch things and then Q&As with them. So I'm like watching Jennifer Aniston, which I worked with her because, you know, and she's Greek. So they always... coming up, they're like, oh, you know, Jennifer Anistonopoulos. And they're always talking about Jennifer Aniston. And we work together um, on the Emirates commercials. So I grew up in the industry, not only being a model, but a parts model. And so it's like you see like uh, Jennifer Aniston in the Emirates commercials, but it's my hand's my feet, my legs, right? So when they do close-ups of hands and like legs and feet, I've done it for like uh, Rita Ora and like so many other people. Um, Jennifer Lopez, Natalie Portman. It's my hair, but it's their face. And for like hair commercials. And then that produced to Mimi Leader, And then Reese Witherspoon, like she's brilliant. Oh my God, I, she's so brilliant in the role. And I just love her because I can relate, right? Going through, she's self-sabotaged. And like knowing your worth and then building self up, building self down, building self up, building self down. Like I've done that so many times. And so now I'm in the in the game of like not tearing myself down and catching myself that you're tearing yourself down. Don't do that. We're building here. And then seeing Mimi later and be like, oh, my God, like this awesome TV show. And I worked with her. She hired me in a project that with Morgan Freeman. That was so cool.
0: Yeah, that's just awesome. And you've worked with some really big names. You've had some really big jobs and it's just, I don't know, I think it's just so cool. But I think you've said so many incredible things today. I think it's kind of a reality check, which, you know, we see things from a tabloid perspective and from paparazzi and all of these crazy stories. You don't know what to believe, what not to believe. But I think that there are people out there like you who are just real and authentic and beautiful humans trying to put good out into the world so I mean in the industry there's something called media training
1: where it's like when you do a press run there's a person you go to and they tell you what to say and what not to say and how to act and like I mean obviously you have like what to wear what you know what not to wear to go along with the image like it's very particular you know and I mean, I'm sure it's evolved since then. But when they first told me that in 2008, 2007, because I was like doing all these films with like De Niro and Pacino, I worked with 19 A-list stars in one year. And then it's like success is measured. So for me, I've already made it like I've worked, you know, with the best of them in film. I've been on tour with 50 Cent and G-Unit, like all around Europe and South Africa. And they invited me to Australia and New Zealand. And I couldn't go because I did. I took a film with David Tui, who. And Mila Jovovich and Steve Zahn in Puerto Rico and David Tua he directed Demi Moore and that we have the same birthday and everyone calls me like a young Demi Moore. But he directed her in G.I. Jane and he did the fugitive. You know, it's like when they were telling me, like, oh yeah, I have to go to media school or media training. I, I was like, screw that. Blah blah blah. I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like, no, nah, I'm gonna be real, dude. I'm gonna say what I want to say and um be who I wanna be, you know. And then and then I had a huge breakup, so I left the industry and I went to Europe and sailed on a yacht in the South of France for, you know, the summer and just kind of like, you know, to weep my sorrows away. Yeah. So the thing is, it's like, this is my third time going to bat. Like I've already like come to Hollywood and it was doing well, energetically had the ball rolling. And then I left. And then I came back and I'm like, okay, got the bolt rolling again. Like the carrot was dangling right there. I was like, all that thing was happening. But then my ego, so everything's a fine balance. Like my ego got involved. I got scared. I ran away, build myself up, build my brand up, tear it down, build myself up, tear it down. But now I've traveled the world twice and I've dabbled. Tony Robbins talks about like when you dabble, I dabbled in everything you can think about all my interests. And then. And I've gone for a lot of them. So through the stresses, and then I've succeeded through a lot of them. And then through starting the podcast, you know, and then doing the music, which is on the Sophisticated Psychos platform, and they're all encoded with healing frequencies. So now we teamed up with Subtle Energy, Subtle Energy Sciences So our music has healing frequencies, my first solo EP hypnotic energy that's available for everyone to listen to. I'll send it to you if you want to hear it. It's encoded with 639 healing frequencies, which is forgiveness for self and our relationships. And I just felt like on a planetary level, we all needed to do a lot more forgiving. And now um, my next solo EP that I was going to release on February 14th, but now that I'm focusing on the book launch of World Poetry Day, which is awesome, then also my parents anniversary, 321. What a cool anniversary (laughs) like on World Poetry Day. I mean, that's like the ultimate love, right? So I'm focusing on releasing that. I may wait on releasing my second solo EP and they're already encoded with. 396 healing frequencies which removes guilt and fear. So I feel like as an artist vessel being authentic to self that you were saying that's important for the core values of a brand. It's like, first I started with the forgiveness and now I'm moving since I've done a lot of forgiving. Now I'm moving into the realm of unhooking from the guilt, unhooking from the fear, unhooking from the guilt, unhooking from the fear. And then, you know, let's see where, you know, the next EP takes us. I mean, I already have them done. I have the next five EPs already recorded. It's just about when I release them, the timing and then, you know, the marketing and the strategy and the branding format, but it's like, I can just go release all this stuff, but it's like, if people aren't going to hear them, then, you know, like there's that fine balance. So thank God I met you and thank God I hired like some VA people to help me so I can strategically do things, how I'm kind of strategically doing this. This is the first time, right? I've known about short-term, medium-term, long-term goals through cross-country running. And I've told everyone else and I see it in my mind, but for the first time, I'm really honoring in in a sentimental gentle way see myself okay i have eight weeks for and now seven weeks before the book launches but then after the book launches my season three of my podcast launches i'm going to have you on thank goodness gracious and it's going to be tailored around branding (laughs) with ethics morals and values poetry and the arts and being an entrepreneur and then you know me reading a piece of my poetry and like always having my poetry at the bottom of you know each episode so then I have you know the marketing and promotions for after it releases right which is important as well so it's Mm -hmm. like I'm really proud of myself of of having that individualized plan that's you know come about that's kind of where I am with the branding the number one thing for me is Getting on a series regular TV show for an animation series because I can be anywhere in the world and do what I love to do and make, you know, great money being a union actor. And my team, Vox, is amazing. So if anyone wants to hire my voice, contact Vox or Robin. (laughs) Let me make sure she gets 10% for making the introduction because I'm a boss lady with ethics, morals, and values. And I remember to always pay it forward and always take care of people, the people who take care of you. And also, my number one goal is to get back on screen. Now that I went through this journey of hiding and calling myself out on the hiding, I'm ready to be on screen again and show people who I am and not, and be fearless and not, not retreat back, you know, with the hesitation. And I still have that, the, Cringe in my fingertips, but I'm still gonna do it anyway because I know myself through and through. And if anyone wants to say anything, let them say anything. But my number one thing is to get back on screen TV because then everything else is a domino effect. It's the ultimate PR and press when you're on a TV show and you're in a film. Then people see oh, podcast, music, things like that, and and to honor the people I've honored along the way as well. But I'm doing it now. Before you know, like some people know me, I'm known in some realms, but before like, you know, the Taylor Swift's or the Selena Gomez of the macro of like the universe. Right. And then all the people I've held who have held my hand along the way and I've held their hand along the way, you know, they'll get their shine and their exposure too, because they're people I truly believe in and connected with along my journey. That's
0: beautiful. Katie, how can everyone find you? Just you know, I, I know you have an email list if people want to subscribe and hear from you in their yeah. own email, which would be pretty cool. But tell everybody how they can find you, connect with you, learn more about you, and, and then also be ready when your book launches.
1: Yeah, I think A Lover's Fairy Tales dot com is the best way because then you're going to opt in. I'll have your email and I'm going to email you right away, which is going to give you visceral content of my YouTube page and who I am and what I'm about. And so then, you know, you can follow the YouTube page and then, you know, be connected with me that way. If you're on the LinkedIn, you can just find me on Katie Chinakis. That's more of like a business tool that I've been a part of recently. I was on it a while ago, but like I said, build up the brand, take it down, build it up, take it down. But now I'm like consistent and I know the platform. So you have to know and be educated on the platform. So LinkedIn is more business. Katie Chinock is on there. I'm obsessively doing TikTok now because for artists, TikTok and they're like, oh, all these rooms on Clubhouse, which we're going to be hosting some rooms together, which is fun so that people can find me on the Clubhouse under Chinakis, Instagram, the chin- just Chinakis, my last name. I've made so much long-form content. And I've produced so many things. Doing 15-second videos, 30-second videos, 60-second videos, like those are so easy. And so those are good ways <laughs> to like bust the algorithm and get your brand out there in a, in a, in a fun way. So I'm really excited about uh, the TikTok platform, the TikTok platform. But yeah, if you want to just listen to to some music and watch some videos, you can just, uh, we're on all music streaming platforms, the Sophisticated Psychos and videos and music videos on um, the Sophisticated
0: Psychos YouTube channel. And I'll put all those links in the show notes so that people can easily find you and connect with you. Katie, thank you so much for being here today. It's always such a pleasure to talk with you.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much. I honor you, and I'm so grateful for you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I was lastly like to say, I was at an event a few years ago, and Gary V was the keynote, and he made me understand and recognize that the number one um, most valuable thing is our attention, more than money, more than ever anything. And so, by you being here and listening, you gifted us your attention, and I honor that. And I'm excited to hear from you. And you know, like Robin, you put your attention. Um, on me to honor my journey and my story. And I'm here with you. So just thank you so much for that. It really,
0: really means a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, me too. And that's a wrap friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed the episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review would mean the world to me. Ratings and reviews are what give life to podcasts and help others find us, and it truly warms my heart to read them. If you know someone who could use the information shared today, please share the episode with them too. Before you go, have we connected on Instagram yet? Find me at the Robin Graham. I'd love to connect with my listeners and learn more about you too. So take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your stories so that I can find you and know that you've listened. You can also find me on Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Lastly, if you'd like more information on personal branding and brand marketing strategies and to be part of a community of like minded people, join the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group. We are live every week with incredible trainings to help you build a solid foundation for your brand and business until next time, remember to smile.